sleepreferencevitamins.com and enter the promo code SLEEPNOW. It's hard to stand up against tyranny when you're tired. Pray for our country and get a good night's sleep. The Kelly Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Kelly Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Kelly Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future-ready from gun bans with the Kelly Key. The Kelly Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet and suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at KellyKey.com with free shipping. At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighton thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at brighteonstore.com. Sheriff Mac show just so you know on Brighty on radio they're taking both hours now of my nationally syndicated radio program Liberty Roundtable live so check it out brighteonradio.com for both hours the first hour always on Tuesday simulcast with TV and of course the Sheriff Mac show but the second hour we're going to be talking about this incredible movie non-compliant 2 and a whole lot more so get ready for that also, the posse is coming up today. Myself and Jack will be doing the posse along with some surprise guests. I don't dare tell you who they are and blow it, but if you join us on the posse and become a member today, you can find out CSPOA.org. Become a member of the Sheriff's Posse now. That is solutions at your fingertips, CSPOA.org. Sheriff Mack, welcome back, sir. Thank you very much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning, but you can't say that too many places across America today. We're praying for those who are suffering under the uh, bl blizzard that's happening in the Midwest and West, and even in California, they're having blizzard conditions. So yeah, anyway, turn to God, and that'll reduce. By the way, yeah, <laughs> it's a great day for freedom, though, and we're grateful to be here. You've got a great quote for us, right? Yes, from. The only time the most the most powerful and important 10th Amendment decision in the history of America done by a handful of sheriffs all across America. Sam, because of today's show, I have to do this quote. I've done it a few times. It bears repeating. <clears throat> My favorite part of this entire Supreme Court victory. Here we go. Justice Scalia uh, giving the ruling for the majority. But the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions. It divides power among sovereigns and among branches of government 
precisely so that we may resist the temptation to concentrate power in one location as an expedient solution to the crisis of the day, end quote. The crisis of the day, Sam, is exactly what we're talking about on today's show with some amazing guests. And I, and I thank you and Tanya and, and anybody and everybody who uh, helped line these wonderful guests up for today's show. Tyrannical Pritzker, no doubt, is creating a crisis in the great state, the Constitutional Republic of Illinois. People are not taking it laying down, ladies and gentlemen. 90-plus sheriffs out of 102 sheriffs in the great state of Illinois are saying, not on our watch. And boy, howdy, do we agree. Well, Tom DeVore has been filing some lawsuits. We'll get to those uh, in a minute. But he has a partner. Uh, His name is Ryan Cunningham. And Ryan, believe it or not, is a former police officer. He's a corporate America emergency manager in the past, now turned political influencer and protector of freedom. You want to learn more about him? RyanCunningham.co is where you can learn about that. He says, as an emergency manager, I thought I was helping people during the pandemic. However, I was injured by the vaccine, and now I am in serious stages of heart failure. He's got a fundraiser, ladies and gentlemen, where they're raising money to help him with his expenses because of this. When you take on the corporate world and have health problems at the same time, it is not a pleasant reality. That's for sure, ladies and gentlemen. But it's called DonorBox. So if you go to DonorBox.com, org slash support slash ryan dash cunningham dash family you can donate to his needs on this this is critical ryan in my mind is an american hero welcome to the sheriff mac show sir yeah thank you guys for having me on this morning now give us a 30 second then what the heck you were defending people working on this doing a great job in the corporate world and you took the vax and then it all went south Absolutely. You know, I'm a unique, I'm a unique entity. So I have a master's degree in emergency management, disaster preparedness, believe it or not, I wrote a a thesis on a pandemic, at what point in time the government would violate someone's civil liberties in the name of safety. But just to to shore it up, I I was an integral part in over the past 10 years of my career, building this strong relationship between private sector partners, and the federal government through these fusion centers, statewide terrorism intelligence centers, and the sharing of information. And we all see what that's done, A, with the Twitter files, but that's also how the government mandated their quote-unquote disaster proclamations, and, and they use corporate America to do what they didn't have the lawful authority to, which is a whole other conversation, and it's a very unique <laughs> breakdown. But they, they put this system in place for a, re- for a reason. They knew they didn't have the power, but they use their, their corporate actors to get done what they wanted done. Let's talk about your heart for a second, though. Are you gonna Are you gonna be okay and survive this? Yeah, you know I've got a good team of doctors and uh, providers on me. Here, here's Here's the million dollar uh, answer to this. It's yes, I've got a good team with me. Guess what? Insurance doesn't want to pay for the treatment. Oh yeah, right. You know, so thus th- those of us of that are vax injured, they're, they're not going to pay for the treatment because they don't believe in that. So it's an absolute travesty, right? You th- You first had insurance companies saying they were going to penalize people for not getting vaccinated. And now those that are vaccine injured, guess what? We're not going to pay for that either. And you can't Good. sue because of the 1986 laws, but maybe you can sue and get some kind of vaccine injury compensation fund, right? Yeah, so there are some attorneys out there that are trying to work on that, and it's a very cumbersome process. That emergency yes, authorization use gives them 
gives them a great shield right now, and, and, and they know that. And ultimately, that's what led to the childhood vaccination schedule, getting put on the CDC childhood vaccinations. Most people don't understand that, but what that does is even when that EAU is removed, what it does is, is it provides that protection for them, even for adults trying to bring litigation. So there's, there, it is there's a, a unique... shame. Yep. 100%. It's a shame, so, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So it, it literally, Ryan went from implementing mandates in the corporate America situation to now fighting for medical freedom. He raised, or he was able to raise over a million dollars to affect or protect the rights of parents and children related to the pandemic mandates in schools. That's huge, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. So I live in uh, the great state of Illinois where we have the toilet, toiletless tyrant J.B. Pritzker at the helm in uh, there, Chicago. And he, he rules by executive fiat, executive order. And, you know, we had to get creative in our litigation and, and to, to sue him to stop it. And we ultimately found what we found is a unique provision in the Illinois Department of Public Health Act that said any device used to modify or stop the spread of a virus is a form of modified quarantine. And, and most, most states have this law. And by using that law that it's a modified quarantine, we, we challenge the courts and the petitions that, hey, if a government wants to impose this on our children, well, then they need to go get a seek a court order for every single child in school to force these measures and maneuvers. And ultimately, we prevailed. Fantastic. Sheriff Mac, what do you say to them apples, sir? Well, well, well Ryan, uh, first of all, uh, you look uh, very young, uh, uh, too young to be having heart problems. Uh, take it from me. I've had some heart problems. Uh, of course, I never took the vax uh, and uh, I was leery of the vax because it had never been properly tested. Uh, and I, every day I get more and more convinced that nobody should have taken the vax. But, but that's my opinion, and everybody's uh, open to their own research and, and to make their own decision. What really bothers me is we have governments across the country that believe they're in charge of your and my health. Uh, and th that, would, that would never fly constitutionally, and the Founding Fathers would have completely objected to that. So I got the vaccine one week after it was out. I, I helped get it. So very early on, and just to go through the story... Um, that was late mm -hmm. 2020 then. So specifically, right. I started having immediate, you know, heart issues and seven days later transported to the hospital by ambulance. Increasing from there, it shut down my endocrine system. It shut down. And you had never material. had heart problems before this, right? I, I was 210 pounds working out twice a day, an athlete, like phenomenal shape, everything. So it's absolutely destroyed my health, destroyed my life. You know, it, it's caused significant weight gain from shutting down my endocrine system causing all those um, issues. So that as a result has also attacked the heart and it's caused me to go into the early stages of heart failure where, you know, it's not beating and, and it's output isn't properly. And what, what scared me over the course of the two years is I started having these um, increased heart rates. I'd be sitting still up to a week after getting it sitting still. And my heart rate jumps up from, you know, normal resting heart rate at 60 beats a minute to 180 beats a minute out of nowhere. Just, just absolutely Ooh. going yeah, bazonkers. So I, I dealt with that for, and I suffered in silence for a little over a year before I, you know, I really addressed it because when I was transported early on, a week afterwards, you know, everyone's like, oh, I can't be attributed to that, you know. So it, it was difficult to overcome and try to convince people what was actually going on with me, especially getting it a week after the vaccination came out when most people couldn't only healthcare practitioners. So Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to donorbox.org/support. 
dash Ryan dash Cunningham dash family. You can donate to help him handle this. Do the doctors admit that it's vaccine injury? 100%. I have a team of providers that 100% have admitted that it's the vaccine injury. Wow. Well, our prayers are with you, sir. I know that it isn't all about this uh, and what you're doing on your day to day. We want to take care of you and keep you alive because we love folks standing up and fighting for liberty. But you also were involved uh, in an attorney general uh, campaign uh, with Tom DeVort as well, right? Correct. Yes, I was. All right. How'd that all go? So, I mean, when you're fighting tyranny, because I live in the state of Illinois, it's an absolute disaster. It's an absolute mess. You know, Tom was with me when we were fighting these mandates and we decided, hey, what better way than to stand up and to fight for the people? Because, you know, Tom is a constitutional attorney. He's got freedom and liberty tattooed on his forearms, right? He lives on a farm in southern Illinois and he came from nothing and a very similar story to mine. So to rise from nothing fighting tyranny to being the Republican attorney general candidate is is absolutely unheard of, right? Uh, they call it a, we, he's a Southern Illinois attorney that had little to no name recognition and beat all the, what I call the establishment uh, Republicans to ultimately prevail. And what we did is I took my corporate America principles and applied them to a campaign practice and, and just put it in comparison. Our governor Republican candidate spent nearly 40 plus million dollars we spent $400,000 and got more votes than him because we had such an engaged grassroots activist team that was out there advocating for us because they're done. They're done with these tyrannical behaviors of our government acting like executive fiat and reigning on us with an iron fist to do whatever it is that he wants. And finally, the people stood up and had enough, and they needed a leader to stand up and give them that voice. Ultimately, we live in the deep blue state of Illinois. We didn't prevail. But what we did do is mobilize and activate a group of people who are no longer going to step back. And they are determined to put that tyrant in his place. And it's so great to see we're in our local elections now. Hundreds of them have run for local offers from school boards to sheriffs to, you know, local city councils. And it's just it's inspired such a movement at the ground level you know, to to take back this state at every step that we can and show this tyrant that, you know, he can't control. Now, one other thing I heard, uh, you're a former police officer. Is that correct? I am. I did 10 years in law enforcement. Yep. I I left during the Ferguson, Missouri, in the St. Louis area. Yep. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. And and we're and so you were there during the riots. Yep. I was uh, I I, I was there during some of the riot activity and, and I left shortly thereafter. Um, I had I had young children and I had a critical incident and that's when my wife's like it's it's probably best to to hang it up and you know I had a, a strong education and and that's when I took my skills and and went into corporate America so. Well, thank you for your service and thank you for your courage and in, in what you're doing today and uh, we, we pray that uh, they're able to find uh, the uh, solution for your heart condition. I, 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 your courage has been amazing. Your example is amazing. And thank you so much for agreeing to be with us. I, I hope I see you this Saturday. Yeah, we're going to try to make it out there this Saturday. Absolutely. All right. That will be the Thanks. fourth, ladies and gentlemen. There's an incredible event in Illinois, a training event on the 4th of March conducted by the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association with a couple of good sheriffs sponsoring and leading the event from Illinois. Now, Ryan, you also are the partner of Tom DeVore, and Tom filed a lawsuit against uh, Governor J.D. Pritzker's unconstitutional gun ban 
uh, and the legislation that kind of preceded his signing of that bill. Do you want to give us an update there? Yeah, absolutely. So we filed this lawsuit in state court, right? Everyone, everyone else, you had your other organizations that filed them in federal court. And, you know, we allowed plaintiffs to join for what normally they can't hire an attorney for. For a mere $200, you can be a named plaintiff in, in, in a lawsuit, which is most people couldn't absolutely believe it. But what we did is we challenged this law, just like the COVID mandates. Let's look at other avenues we can challenge this besides the obvious. So the I'll just talk about the one that prevailed, but we used balancing of the equities that the law didn't treat people equally under the guise of the law. And why is that important? Well, think about this. The legislator wrote this law in a manner that retired law enforcement and active law enforcement were exempt, active military, but retired military were not exempt. So here they're basing this equities as a law on training. And so you mean to tell me, Your Honor, that a Navy SEAL that is retired doesn't have the training and the level to buy and purchase an assault weapon. So using their own narrative of equity, equality against them in the courtroom is, is absolutely amazing and astounding. And it, to, to watch that it went through the, the circuit court and it's already passed and the appellate court has upheld it on just a temporary basis. This is just a temporary restraining order basis. And the fact that see this law get shot down for our named plaintiffs where they're able to go purchase and exercise their Second Amendment rights while this full case is tried is absolutely amazing. So it's 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 it just it's it's sweet justice to use their own narrative against them. Whenever you craft laws like that in the middle of the night and you don't think them through, well, ultimately that's that's the kind of uh, actions that come out of it. And ultimately, why did they do it this way? I'm very good friends with many of the law enforcement officers, the Illinois Fraternal Police and, and those associated organizations. Well, they catered to those organizations to put those provisions in there. Well, they didn't think them through, and ultimately it's what's going to make this law fall on its face and hopefully render it unconstitutional based upon these ways. And if they want to go back and try to pass it again and remove law enforcement, remove the military altogether, well, guess what? They're not going to have the legislative support that they want. So we're hopeful that, you know, this is one of the several things that's being challenged on on a temporary basis. This is what ultimately prevailed well, on the court term. I have to add now, to the that, judge, Ryan. The wait, wait a minute, Sam. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you have to know, know to the federal government on the Brady Bill, and the Brady Bill also did the same thing you're talking about. It it exempted law enforcement. So they're always trying to do this: uh, who wins, who loses things. It, as part of legislation, and obviously it violates equal protection law uh, and, and the purpose of the Constitution, for that matter. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. I was going to say the judge issued a restraining order regarding this as well, and then Attorney General Raul's failure to convince the Illinois Appellate Court to overturn this. That stuff's huge and makes your point as well, doesn't it, Ryan? Absolutely. I mean, you have the attorney general who is is just a sidekick to the governor and does whatever he wants, whether it's legal or not. You know, one one of the major points of our campaign was when there's a fair question to be asked of the people to represent the people, the attorney general should always represent and acquiesce to the people and not the government first. And he admitted on the campaign trail, the current attorney general, who is now the attorney general, that that is true. You should always represent and acquiesce to the people first. But guess what? Now we're on strike one, strike two that he hasn't done it, whether it be with COVID mandates. And now, whether it be with our Second Amendment rights, he's always acquiescing to the governor. He's the governor's lapdog. That's all he does is he acquiesces him because, hey, well, he donates several million a year to his campaign.
it's absolutely disgusting that we've turned these constitutional offices into who can give you the most money and I'll do what you want. Amen to that. We've got an epic battle on our hands. The sheriffs are on our side on this. The American people in Illinois really need to stand with you and Tom, Ryan, because you're heroes. You're affecting change through the litigation process. You're standing up and leading by example. Uh, You're making a difference one step at a time. I'm really convinced, though, look, does Illinois care? Do the people care? What are we going to do to support the hero sheriffs that are standing up, Ryan, is really the question for today, right? Absolutely. You look at the 60-plus sheriffs or more that have stood up, and but Pritzker doesn't care about them. He sees Cook County, and he sees one or two counties around um, northern Illinois, and that's all he painters and, and acquiesces to. He doesn't care about the rest of them. But guess what? The people of this great state do, and we need them to know that we support them, they are supported, and, and they can hold the line for tyranny. They absolutely can hold the line. And one of my favorite quotes is Pritzker saying he's going to fire the sheriffs. Those are constitutionally elected <laughs> officers like you, Mr. Pritzker. You have no authority to fire the sheriffs or the law enforcement entities that have said they're going to refuse to uphold this law. And we all stand behind those sheriffs. They're going to defend our constitutional freedoms and our Second Amendment rights. Sam and I have said the same thing on this show, Ryan. So I'm glad to know that we're all on the same page there. And I want you to know that you can invite any of your law enforcement friends, any any public official, anybody else that you want to invite this Saturday. Please uh, send them uh, the invitation and make sure that they're they're totally welcome. Uh, there's no registration fee. Just come and, and be a part of this amazing uh, revival of the Constitution for the state of Illinois. Uh, We're also hoping Tom will join us. We're also hoping Tom will join us as well. And one of the two of you can give a quick update on your lawsuit uh, progress and status, if you will. Can Tom join us yeah, too? Yeah, so we're both going to try to come up in the morning. So maybe we can connect offline and see the time that we can can make that happen. Um, I know he's got events in the evening and I do as well. But absolutely, we're both going to try to come in the morning. And we will Marvel. definitely bring anybody and everybody. Again, invite anybody in, in that wants to be there, that needs to be there. All law enforcement, all public officials, especially, but uh, activists like yourself, yes, absolutely, you're more than welcome. Yeah, and we absolutely. do need an we'll update, though, for the sheriffs list. there. Sorry, we need an update to the sheriffs there, too, so they're totally caught up on what's happening. What can we, the people, do to help the most uh, across the country? You know what? Yes, it's Illinois' battle in one sense. On the other sense, it's really... Uh, an American battle across the nation, though, because if a single state uh, seems to go tyrannical like that, it sets the stage for other states to follow suit. Uh, this is a battle for all of us, Ryan. Absolutely. It's it's Illinois. OK, if there's any question as to why JB is doing this, he's going to run for president and he wants to be the Democrat nominee. And he is setting the stage for what the Democrats want to do across this country so if people don't pay attention sheriffs don't pay attention across this country you can look at jb pritzker and see the vision for what the democrats want to do across this country and you all need to stand up we all need to support the constitutional sheriffs and we all need to ensure that people understand what their authority is and that they are constitutionally elected officers to defend you know our, our our sovereign rights in this country and we can't continue to have this 
We are flat out of time. Ryan, thank you so much for your time, my friend. If you guys want to learn more, ryancunningham.co. What a hero. We'll see you Saturday. God bless you, sir, and all the work you do. Back in seconds on Brighteon TV and radio. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, and we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at brighteonstore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com. Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer? is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones to send emergency messages or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bibby sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123. Delighted you're watching and listening to the Sheriff Mac show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm surrounded by rock stars. I'm the only redneck in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Ryan Cunningham doing a phenomenal job as Tom DeVore's partner suing the state of Illinois over their illegal, unconstitutional um, pretend legislation gun ban. 
But man, have we got a second guest that's equally as valuable. Perry County, Illinois County Commissioner Jennifer Martin with us. She's the mother of four. Wow, she's even got two teenagers still, man. It's crazy. She never attended a board meeting, ladies and gentlemen, until August of 2021. But since then, she's been incredible. She's exposed funding, held parent education meetings, became Thomas DeVore's client twice. <laughs> she ran for county commissioner and she won. She's been working on her school. She's been a, now she's a county commissioner. I mean, she's just done a whole lot of stuff. We'll dig into it right now. Jennifer, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sheriff Mack, what do you say to somebody like this? She's basically a mother. She's already a hero. Then she decides she's going to jump into politics and she wins. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll give you my John Wayne quote. You remind me of me. No. <laughs> I used to have, when I was little, my dad had your book. So I've really? known about you for years. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, wonderful. Well, uh, it, it's great to make a new friend. And thank you so much for all that you've done. And uh, thank you for putting yourself on the line. Uh, I, your story is absolutely miraculous. We're going to have to uh, include you in uh, our next book, or you need to write a book about this. This is astonishing what you've been able to accomplish. Why don't you give us a, a real quick review of everything you've been through? Um, for starters, I, I my first board meeting in my whole life was August of 2021. <laughs> I went in. Um, I had a whole page in the, in the paper that was wrote about me. Um, they called me um, domestic terror, basically, um, said I was off the rails, um, conspiracy theorist. And, and you're talking uh, about a school board meeting, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. And um, so um, after that, I, I started going home and I, I, I just I just did a lot of research. The worst thing they could have done was put everybody on a lockdown and make us feel non-essential. Because what did we do? We, we, we researched, we found out a lot of things, um, millions of dollars. These schools received millions of dollars to make our babies wear a mask. I attended board meetings all of the time. I would go in with studies. I'd go in with, you know, we could get on the same page. We could jump on Tom DeVore's lawsuit. They turned their tails. They said, no. Um, finally, the next day I called Tom DeVore's office and I said, Hey, is Tom like closing doors? Because my school board is saying that he's closing. And uh, they said, no. I said, I went on the lawsuit. Three days later, I was on the lawsuit. Um, then October 28th is really when the fight started because um, according to Illinois law, the IDPH, the Illinois Health Department is really the only ones that could test mask, quarantine or vaccinate anybody in the county. And that's your county local official. Nobody seemed to know this but me because I was not essential and I was researching. So when all of this came down, my son got sick, went into this, called the doctor. Literally, this is how it starts. Uh, we never went in. He got strep throat swabbed. She said negative was, you know, we left. The strep throat was negative. And, um, she said, Doc may want to do a COVID test. I said, you know, we don't do COVID tests. And um, 
she said, well, he may want to vex or quarantine him from school for two weeks. And I said, how can he do that? You have to have a court order from the health department. And she said, well, I don't know. Well, I kept him home five days because I knew the law. I knew how everything was set up. And um, I sent him to school. Well, 820. Come get your kid. Come get your kid. Uh, he's got cooties. So I um, I called Jackson County Sheriff. That was my job. He denied me and said that there was a resource officer who would handle the situation. And I knew right then and there the sheriffs didn't know the full potential of their job. Uh, and that's how that's how all this started. So I went to school to pick up my kid. They wouldn't let me in the school. They detained me from getting my child for four minutes. Um, Wait a minute. Since Hold then, on. I they, thought they wanted your child to go away and get out of there. Yeah, but when I got there, they wouldn't let me in. I mm -mm. see. So I called the police. I called the police and I did a police report of 31 years of being a mother. I've never been locked out of a school before. So I called and I did a police report and I asked them how to get the report. They said FOIA. So I was learning how to FOIA. I FOIA. The police report was wrong. It said that I went into the doctor. I knew my kid had um, was um, quarantined and I sent him to school anyway. So I called the cop. I said, hey, this is wrong. He said, I, I wrote it as I heard you say it, and I'm not changing a word. And I said, if I get into an accident in, ja in Jackson County, I said, I'm sending you home because you don't know how to, you don't know how to write or you don't know how to protect your people. So um, <clears throat> since then, they locked me out. The third time they locked me out, uh, I wanted answers. I wanted, I mean, the school had sent so many certified letters that were untrue. They didn't, they were, they were made up stories. And I said, I, I want an answer of why I can't be in this school. I want an answer. I pay for it. My taxes, I, I want to know. And uh, they couldn't give me an answer. I was threatened to arrest. I put my arms up. I said, go ahead and arrest me. Do it. They didn't arrest me. And uh, the cop asked the principal, do you want to file charges? I, and he said, yes. Well, by then, you already threatened to arrest. You didn't arrest me. So I left. I was like, this is a joke. And uh, that was in April 13th, April 22nd, I was in the state's attorney of Jackson County asking him for help. We had already won the Thomas DeVore lawsuit. I didn't even go to board meetings after we won. Um, I just didn't go. I, I, my kids were protected in the Supreme Court. If, if you even touched one hair on my kid's head, I'd have your job by dinner. So I wasn't worried about it. And um, well, uh, I got a phone, it, the, the meeting ended with the state's attorney that we would all be together, a meeting of the minds, and um, mm -hmm. it never happened. That never, and then never I, happened. No, no. And then um, July 18th, a reporter called me to ask me about my, my comment on my live warrant. And I said, how do you get a warrant when you've never been served? And they said, you didn't know you had a warrant? I said, <laughs> no, people like me don't get arrested. I didn't know I had a warrant. <laughs> And, uh, well, hold on, hold so, on. Not only did I not know I had a warrant, you guys threatened to arrest me, and you never did. So, if there's a warrant, how does that relate? But nevertheless, go on. I never. Got, how do you get a warrant when you've never even been served? You have a court date. Like, how does that even work? And uh, I turned myself in. I cried the whole entire time. I mean, I I was fingerprinted. I was I was demoted of who I was, and. Um, 
I had to pay a, a ridiculous fee. I had to pay a, get a criminal attorney. Uh, unbelievable. I just, I still can't what fathom was the it. We still there. Well, there was three. So first okay. it was uh, trespassing and then they couldn't get me for trespassing. So they said disorderly conduct. They couldn't get me for disorderly. So now I'm going for breach of peace. You're going for what? Serving breach of peace. Oh, breach, breach of the yeah. Right? Okay, breach of the peace. Yeah. Yeah. So, Is that different than disturbing the peace? About the same. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Disturbing the peace or <laughs> breaching the peace. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you did that, but anyway. So keep going. This is a. I say Governor Pritzker's breaching the peace too. Everybody's all peaceful, mellow, and this guy's then creating a rift <laughs> in the whole state. Anyway, arrest of him, course. people. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Jennifer. So, um, essentially, what's going on now is we have a pre-jury on March 9th, and then I have a jury trial because I'm not doing a bench trial um, on March 29th at 9 a.m. And you guys are invited to watch this because, uh, I mean, every local newspaper around here is. So why not get some national attention? Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. They're going to get me for a Class C misdemeanor. Um, they're going to try. Well, you're I mean, gonna, I but, you, but, but you have good lawyers and you're not going to be found guilty, hopefully. That's the goal. I mean, I didn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Never. The only thing I did was I amigos. You didn't go? You didn't show up? No, I bruised some egos. That's the only thing I did. I bruised some egos and I exposed money. Well, of course. And I made people mad. So this is retaliation. Right. No, I, I think you're going to be found uh, not guilty. And then uh, you still, even if you are, you have a, a right to an appeal. But this is, this is, really astonishing uh, harassment and misuse of uh, the police and the school overstepping their bounds. Now let's get this straight. You have how many children in that school? Two. And so you're going there. So have, have they tried to stop other parents from go going into the school and checking on their children? No. Just you? Because mm -hmm. I filed the, the lawsuit. The troublemaker Martin, the troublemaker Jen Martin. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. when did you, when did you run for office and why did you win? How did you win? And why did you run? So, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons why I decided to run. Um, for one. And when was that? When was it? March 8th, March 8th, 2022, I went and put my name on a position on a petition. And um, the guy I ran against was a very renowned last name in this county. His family's everywhere. They're big time farmers. I'm just a small mom. Nobody really knew who I was except for all my infamous paper articles that I have against <laughs> me. And, um, well, that's quite the stack there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I am. Uh, I, uh, I'm, you know, I would be in the grocery store and people would look at me and they would just be trying to file their brain. Like, where do I know this girl from? And I'd walk up to them. I'd shake their hand. And I'd be like, I'm the mom that's in the paper all the time. And they'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
So, no. so uh, you're actually a county commissioner now in what county? Perry. Perry, P-E-R-R-Y? That's right. Yes. Okay, and so, so you won because of the notoriety you got for being harassed and arrested, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You got to do that, ladies and gentlemen, standing up yeah. matters every time. Do not forget it. Yep. Yeah, I am. Um, That's incredible. I, uh, I went, I want change. You know, when I filed, when I, when I first filed the Thomas DeVore case on the first case, cause I'm a two-time client with Tom, I was like the little red hen. I went everywhere. Let's do this together. Let's be a part of this. Let's win. Let's, let's get the mask off these kids. Let's, you know, cause I was a part of 146 districts on this lawsuit. This was a huge lawsuit. This is this, this winning took mask off the kids, the whole nation without people realizing that's what happened. And um, wonderful. When, when we did this, it was a big joke. It was like, well, your kids might not have to wear a mask, but the rest of the school will have to wear a mask. And I thought, have fun with that. But um, I knew that there had to been a change and, and people don't want to step up. You know, I had so many admirers and, and, and support, but the problem was, is they're all in their basement with their doors shut, their windows down, and they don't want no part of it. You wear the face for this and I'll support you, but we don't, we don't really want to get involved. Well, you, you can't win if you don't get involved. You can't, you can't. Yeah, they're with you so close. You can't see them in the rearview mirror, huh, Jennifer? No, you can't. And it's, it's very <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. It's bad. So I, I know that the people love me because they know that I'm a fighter. And, you know, had it not been for my father raising me the way he did and, and watching this show, you know, we were so out of the box. I don't think I've ever been inside a box one day in my life. And I just don't think like everybody else. And uh, because of that, I have fought many battles in my life and, and have won. I mean, I used to chase a drug dealer out of La Crosse, Indiana. <laughs> I, I have done a lot of stuff, you know. So, um, this, what I'm going through is, is it's just nonsense. It's, it's just the theatrical, uh, theatric kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, governor Pitzker, I'm going to tell you judge Grishaw on February 4th, she put on here, this was her we support them their stand is heroic but they need to know we have their backs jennifer well they have since you know um in march of well it was actually like april may i wanted sheriff mack to come to illinois i reached out and me and you mr bushman we actually had um zoom meetings about coming yes. here right and i never i never had traction um and then I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and I'll wait and see, because we got 68 new sheriffs in the state. That's that's beautiful. And wow. um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so, I got a big question right there, though. Uh, 
your your county sheriff was in Jackson County. So I live in Perry, okay. and the school's in Jackson. In Jackson. Now he refused to back you up and turned it over, kind of acquiesced and abdicated it to the school resource officer. Okay. So where does he stand now? And do you guys have any kind of a relationship? And is there any way we can try to get him there this Saturday? And uh, sorry for so many questions. And where does he stand on the governor's gun control push? Well, he was like one of the three states that were it was in compliance with governor. He, I have been on the phone with one him. Of the three, one of the few counties, you mean? Yes. So he, he supports he, he supports the gun control. Yes. Wow. Do we need to get him educated? <laughs> well, when I called him and I talked to him about what was going on, he basically essentially told me, and I quote, he does mm -hmm. not like conflict. And I told him, and I quote, you are in the wrong line of work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, wow. how would he keep well, his if he doesn't like conflict, then he should, If he doesn't like conflict, yeah. he should stick with the Supreme Law then and not have any conflict. Yeah. I don't know. Sheriff? Wouldn't that be nice? So, so uh, how's, how's the sheriff in your county? Oh, we got a new sheriff, Chad, and uh, he is, um, he was, he is in support of this. Uh, he, he has to be, a, I guess he's going to the National Guard because he does that too. So he can't right. make it March 4th, but I know that there is a couple officers from Perry that are coming. So that's a beautiful thing. But, right. you know, behind right. all of this invitation, we've been getting uh, a hit piece. I'm sure you are aware of the, the, the radical person they tried to make me be. And, and there was yeah, some so cops hard. that I know, I know, I see your hand, Sheriff Mack. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I'm the only one that is yeah. attack, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. Oh, yeah, sure you do. Yeah. My dad called well, me the frontliner. Well, Jenny, how about the other county commissioners and your county attorney and anybody else uh, you can get there? We'd, we'd love to have them all. In. I'm pushing. I am pushing. I, I contacted on Friday. I did 55 sheriffs. Um, I think we got through to some. It's just they don't, under, they don't understand how important they are. I don't think they understand it. And if, if yeah, we can get them to realize they are the ones who make the decisions and really not everybody else. We're going to be in good shape. Amen to that. Yep. You're absolutely correct. Man, I can't wait to meet you. I can't, I just, uh, I just can't believe what you've done. You're amazing. We need uh, another 10,000 just like you all across America and, and you're living you're proof how we take back America. You're living proof how we take back America. County commissioners working with constitutional sheriffs, and we take back America one county at a time. That's right. Ladies Jen. and gentlemen, if you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can follow us. We send out texts to critical things and events that we're doing. Just simply text the letters CSPOA to 53445. That's CSPOA text to 53445. And you'll get on the list to keep up on what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, are you poised to win your lawsuit than you think, Jennifer? I mean, what have I done wrong? <laughs> Stood for freedom. All right, well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call us back. 
I want you to call us back uh, so that we can keep up on what's happening with your lawsuit. We'll see you Saturday. God bless you for your work, Jennifer. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And that's a wrap. The second hour on Brighty on Radio is coming up with Sheriff Mack and Sam Bushman. Also, the Posse is coming up. Become a member of the Posse today at CSPOA.org on Brighty on TV. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The radio and TV clocks don't line up exactly, ladies and gentlemen, so we always finish the rest of the hour on the radio only. Sheriff Mack still with me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow, two incredible guests uh, today, no doubt about it. By the wow. way, the, Sheriff, I want to give you a chance to mock the IRS for a second. The IRS says that it's extending the new tax filing deadline for millions of people living in three states, Alabama, California, and Georgia. They've all impacted by natural disasters. So the kind IRS is going to help them out, Sheriff. You know, it it just (laughs) is wonderful to know that the IRS takes their name very seriously. Service. (laughs) The IRS, Internal Revenue Service to the American people. They're not just a joke. They are a wicked, evil organization. And I cannot believe that people walking around in Congress actually allow this agency to exist and to do the type of criminal activity 
that they do on a daily basis, violating the Constitution every day and bullying the American people and coercing and intimidating them to the extent of making sure they pay everything. Uh, This is ridiculous. It's based on the notion that government has control of the fruits of my labor, the fruits of the labor of every American citizen, instead of us exercising our own authority over our own labor and person and and work and the the again the fruits of our labor this is such an outrage that they allow this agency to exist and yes sam as you know i'm on the warpath against this rogue anti-american agency and the people therein I've decided that I wrote a bill. I don't know how to get it passed, but I wrote a bill. I want to see what you think about it. Ready? Uh It's long. So get ready. It's kind of long. Shut the criminal IRS down now. Wow, that's kind of a tough one. I don't know if they could get that. It's too simple. (laughs) Yeah. And don't hurt me. Don't take my stuff. There's another one. Think about that. Shut the criminal IRS down now. Yep. Folks, I don't understand, you know, how we can have, you know, Republican control and everything else and not even be discussing this. If you want something to literally take the uh, foot, the boot off the neck of the American people, if you want something to really breathe uh, liberty into the economy, breathe economic stability into the economy, breathe safety into the American financial well-being, even with interest rates and inflation going up and everything else, shut the IRS down now. They're not even talking about it, Sheriff. No. Yeah, and see, that, that that's the type of thing that, uh, that gets me so upset with uh, Congress. There's supposed to be some really good people there. The Freedom Caucus, how many times have they brought this up? And and uh, I, I I just where are these people? Who are they? That allow I don't know, but they spend their time prevent trying to prevent the new eighty seven thousand new agents or whatever you want to say. Why don't they just shut that sucker down? It's criminal. Okay, yeah. they never arrested Lois Lerner as they should have. Steve Stockman went to jail instead. What a disgrace! Uh, Steve is yeah. an American hero. But all I'm telling you is we've got to stand up, people. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Man, have we got some cool stuff to talk about. Myself with a good sheriff. We'll do it all. Of course, on Bridie on radio and TV. Of course, on the Loving Liberty Radio Networks. Doing a phenomenal job as well. LovingLiberty.net. Donate liberally. Every penny will bless our efforts and grow and prosper what we're doing to tell the truth on your radio and on your TV. For Sheriff Mack and Sam Bushman, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.